Court, the movie podcast where Sean and John and Chuck. Hey now. <laughs> watch shit. Judge shit. And most importantly, eat shit. We are the law. Hi guys. Hey, how's it going? As, <laughs> You're the law. As we as we inferred, as we stated yeah. explicitly, we are joined by the one, the lonely, Chuck Anderson. It's me. This is my buddy from my other podcast about food and this time basketball. Yeah, I, I really came here to uh, serve you guys this notice of cease and desist. That's this right. is copyright infringement. <laughs> oh no, this, my gimmick that That's we right. invented. Oh no, um, tell yeah. them the name of that podcast, Chuck. Fast Break Breakfast NBA podcast. Oh, it's That's like right. is that a. Palindrome? No, because that's the letters frontwards and backwards read the but same way. But it's kind of palindromous if you break it down to right. FBBF. FBBF. Friend, best, best friend. Ooh. Forever friend, best, best Speaking friend. Speaking of friends, friends uh, yeah. we are recording at Sean's house. Sean forgot that I had been here before. Sean forgets what? a lot of things. And I was just reminiscing with John that the first person, that uh, people that I came to visit in Nashville when I moved here were you and Brad in this very apartment 10 years ago. Was it that long ago? Yeah, yeah we've known uh, each other for just, 10 years. He made Sean Sad. upset. Yeah. Uh, I'm so He's old. referring to Sean's roommate and also comedian, Brad the Dad, Dadwards. Brad, Bradwards. Bradwards. Brad Edwards. Brad Edwards. Very funny man. One yeah. of the funniest. Yeah. He we'll ha- we'll have him on the show... When we watch, He's never been on. When we watch, when they remake Uncle Buck, yeah, that's uh, when we'll have Brad on. The problem is, Brad doesn't like to go to the movies. That is a uh, problem. We experienced that with our last guest, Joe Kelly. Oh, his problem is that almost every time he goes to the movies, someone with some sort of mental disability yells through it. Yeah. He just has a problem where I've apologized always... for this. <laughs> Don't many go to times. movies with John. <laughs> We actually didn't go to the movies this time. This is one of our uh, uh, doggy bag specials. Yes. Uh, home courts uh, at Sean's home this Hello, time. Hello, welcome. Uh, we watched the Netflix movie about basketball, Synergy. Hey. Synergy. Rip, rip. Let's make it all work together. Uh, it's the latest Steven Soderbergh iPhone shot jam. Which just makes High me mad. High flying bird. High flying bird. High flying bird, Uh-oh. which is not about yeah, a really stoned Larry eagle. Oh, Okay, I thought it was about Larry Joe Bird on on the hatch. Or there's been a lot of basketball birds. There has. Really? So many birds, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, The Atlanta Hawks. There you go. Cacaw. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Do they say cacaw? Absolutely. Really? They call it the caw train. When the Hawks play the Pelicans, I call that a good old-fashioned bird fight. It's a foul night. (laughs) I don't think you guys guys are fooling with (laughs) me. No, Atlanta really had the caw train. Remember the caw train? Caw train. Caw train. Cacaw. Dominique Wilkins? No, when, this when, was recently when they were bad and needed oh, a marketing hook. When John Konkak scores a long ball, yeah. it goes <laughs> over the PA. Jesus true. Christ. John Konkak's not playing anymore, though, thankfully. No. Is he hurt? So, no, he <coughs> Sean, might be dead. Sean is an old school, and when I say old school, I mean Grandmama era Knicks fan, Chuck. Yeah. Oh, yes. Really? That's where he comes uh, from. Patrick, I had Patrick Ewing's shoes. That's amazing. I love those shoes. Were they feelers? No, 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 no. Patrick Ewing. He was Reebok. No. Patrick Ewing came out because he felt. Patrick Ewing came out? He came out with his own shoe. I support him. Much like uh, Starberry. 
uh, he came out with his own line of shoe that he wanted to make affordable for kids oh. because he didn't want $150 shoes in New yeah. York City with yeah. all these poor Jamaican. kids. Jamaican. Right. Jamaicans are poor. No, Jamaicans wow. are hardworking and value a dollar. Okay. You, yeah. you could have said that. And Ska. Yes. Peter Tosh. And the bobsled team. <laughs> Peter Tosh just died, actually. The monkeys. Uh, <laughs> the famous monkeys uh, bass songwriter, yeah, yeah. non-writer. Wasn't he? So, yeah. Wasn't he the the genius behind Tosh too? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, but Osh, yeah, Osh Tosh Bagash. So the, the Knicks in the nineties, yes, Knicks in the nineties. Uh, Patrick Ewan had this ugly shoe. Mm-hmm. It was terrible, but it had his name on it. Awful shoe. It was like thirty or forty bucks. It was the only shoe you could You're, get. So the. Through line here is that Sean was poor. Oh, no. me too. I couldn't even Sean's get Jamaican. No. I couldn't even get Ewings. The, I, right. My parents are Irish, who are effectively the Jamaicans of Europe. Right. <laughs> and Jamaicans and Irish do share some things, and it's usually we, a stern love hatred of the joint, the, maybe? the English. Oh yeah, a love of Hennessy. Love of Hennessy. <laughs> oh, yes. um, violence against women. Mostly. Um, <laughs> oh, um, oh, sorry. Sorry. Secret. Sorry. Secret families that no one knows about. <laughs> Um, yes. oh, I don't Are we going to talk we, about we the all, movie or what? Eventually, uh, <laughs> we did have some. We couldn't. There was no food court to go to, so mm-hmm. uh, I, I brought the food court to you guys. It was good as hell. Popeyes fried chicken. Yeah, chicken and Popeyes. Popeyes. Wow, you guys were in tune. That was That's beautiful. Right. Oh, we we have experience. <laughs> we're uh, we uh, are lovers. <laughs> Really? We are, we, are not, we are not Jamaican. No, we're not. Jamaican. No. Jamaicans no, Jamaica- do not like that. Jamaicans love You know what a botty boy is? No, it's a, what's a botty boy? A botty boy is someone who likes stuff in their butt. Oh. It's, so a, it's a Jamaicanism of buddy boy. Yeah. Oh, so, uh, yeah. Like most Most Jamaican uh, dance hall tracks circle around homophobia as a main topic. So you're not sure. lying. Yeah. It's kind, of, it's kind of gross. So my publisher yes. in my real job, which is musical... Uh, you write musicals. Funny. I write musicals. Uh, he mostly he, mo- he mostly deals with reggae artists. Oh, yeah, nice. he does uh, Damian Marley, Ziggy Marley. Oh yeah, Shaggy. Oh, and oh, his bombastic. His, his stories of homophobia and uh, automatic weapons. Oh yeah, are what fill most of that's what comprise most of his stories. Wow, put your AK over the fence, <laughs> over the fence, over the fence. It's really nice because he's a little Frenchman and he sings it. To yeah. Me. So there's there's Bati Boy, but my favorite Jamaican homophobic slur yeah. is Fifi Man. Ooh. Yes. I know Fifi Man. I, I am familiar with Fifi Man. Yeah, you've probably been called a Fifi Man if you've ever met a Jamaican. They look like, what is Fifi Man here? I went and recorded. Uh, I went and recorded in the studio down there. It was like a really great studio. Elton John recorded there. It was really cool. And uh, my nickname was Fifi Man. And, <laughs> Those people did not like and, you, uh, and, Oh, man. And, uh, you know, I kept thinking it was a term of endearment. And my uh, publisher, shows, publisher shows up uh, three days after I get there, and he's like, you're fucked? And I'm like, what? He's like, you're fucked. They're calling you Fifi Man. I'm like... What does that mean? They're like, it means they think you're gay. And I was like, oh, that's okay. Everybody thinks I'm gay. I, look, I mean, I seem gay. And they're like, this is Jamaica. Yeah, yeah. That is the specific hurdle to they employment. They don't think you're gay yeah. and that it's funny. No. They think you're gay and they're going to kill yeah, you. Yeah, they're going to beat it out of you. Yeah. Awesome. So that was uh, the, big, the beginning of the end of my time in Jamaica. Do you survive? Oh, we left. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Do you know a- where there's another Jamaica? 
in Queens, New York, yeah. where this film was set. Wow. Hey, how's that? We're not tying it back together yet. I'm not going to let you do it. You know what? We're going to talk about the Queens, food. New York. Popeyes. Popeyes. <laughs> chicken. We had some Popeyes chicken. It was mm. good. And it, well, it was good, but the experience of getting it was like Mad Max level apocalypto. Really? This Popeyes at dinner time, which I'd never been to, because Sean no. and I, we like it at Popeyes. Oh. No, I love Popeyes. Yeah, see, and that is, that's our Cajun accent. We like it at Popeyes. I like it at Popeyes. Yeah, nice uh, rice and, and it's beans. usually not very busy, and it's no. usually freezing cold, and it's usually yeah. me, Sean, and a couple of cops. Yeah. Right. Uh, they got, uh, at dinner time, it is two dozen black people yeah. patiently waiting for their chicken, Yeah. and like four furious white people very impatiently waiting for their chicken. Mm. Are these like... Uh, I, Picture like construction workers. Are these construction workers? No, it was okay. like redneck family people. Uh, okay, yeah, uh, they have families too. And it was Chuck and I decided to go inside because the the drive-in line was so long, literally to the street. So we go inside, big line in there, and it's just white people who were in the drive-in line coming in angrily, being like, "You just threw my chicken in a bag." Yeah, and they don't understand. I mean, the <laughs> yeah. drive-in is to the street. I mean, it was insane. I had to finish up a call. John went in ahead of me to order. I was finishing up a call outside. As I was walking in, I heard two ladies, uh, white ladies, angrily looking in their bags going, I'm going to have to go down to Colonel Sanders for my taters now. That's no. right. The I only side they had left was rice and beans, which is why you guys got triple orders of rice and beans. Rice and beans <laughs> kind of great, though. It's but how, how, how was it? I didn't sample the Popeyes. I'm... Trying not to die. Tell so. us about your diet. I, well, Chuck, listeners, I'm fast break sick breakfast. of Chuck this fucking yet. diet. Yeah, Chuck's not. Uh, it's ruining my relationship with John because all we used to do was go eat. Now I got to go find out what fucking kale spread he can put in his gullet. It has to be, you know, free range kale. Kale Jeez. that was never tortured. It's just ruined us. We're but, ruined. But now. how, how have to come on this podcast? I got you guys out. the all surf right. and turf, and I got you the the, the meal for two. The uh, so what I did. We got the biscuits. By the way, Popeye's biscuits. They're awesome. Superb. Yeah. They're it's, really it's the I'm salivating. They go um, down deep on the butter. They spare no expense Chuck in the butter. Chuck tried to teach Sean how to eat these. So biscuits. my hack, see if you've never had the rice and beans, so it's you know, it's red yeah. beans and rice, it's real thick. What I do is I take the beans, I open up the uh the biscuit and I put the beans in the middle. It's important mm-hmm. to note that when he says takes the beans, he's talking about he takes an entire container of beans <laughs> and, just, and just plops that thing mm-hmm. on top of yeah. the bottom biscuit. Much it like a, a mash much like a meat and three biscuit and gravy side. Yeah. Right. You know. I, and, uh, I get the idea. I do listen, I get it. <laughs> Look, I told you all you need to know. Sean uses condoms. There's no way yeah. there's no way he's taking that rice and beans and putting it on that sloppy biscuit. I don't if you know me. what I'm saying. He loves and I think it you do. Missionary. Now yeah. are you talking wow. to me? Wow. I like a sloppy biscuit. <laughs> Listen, I'll I'll fuck the biscuit from behind. I won't put any of the beans in the biscuit. This, those are different things. Well, it's weird. You put the biscuit back in the beans? <laughs> Oh, no. it, it, can we diagram that? How does that I'm work? trying to figure out what the biscuit. Wait, the biscuit a... is all right. Beans. Enough biscuit and bean talk. Wait, okay. We did see high flying bird. Wait, the beans are the jizz, right? Or the wait are the bean? But it's is the, the biscuit the is human? The front butt or the is back the biscuit butt? the human mm. woman? Uh, we have got to move on. From the jizz. <laughs> okay. uh, this is your show. This I'm is just where here. we put you on the spot. Now that we've uh-huh. seen the movie, now that we've eaten Ooh, the biscuit. Of and all the people to do this, he's not the one. Summarize the film, please. <laughs> okay. So basically, the film uh, centers around an agent mm-hmm. um, whose name is Ray, played by some guy I've never heard of. Uh-huh. Um, he is representing two 
Uh, he's representing one first-round high draft pick in the NBA during the NBA lockout. Mm-hmm. Um, he decides, after speaking to a wise man— mm-hmm. um, Played by Bill Duke. Played by Bill Duke. Yeah. Mac from Predator. Who has a very, very strong position on using slave analogies yes. in regards to basketball. Yes. I thought it was a cool— I thought that was a it was a really, It was a really good gimmick. Yeah. Um, they end up uh, having to decide what to do when it comes to player agency. Mm-hmm. They have to take this rookie who has no ability to make money and maybe press the modern social media world mm-hmm. to see if he can make a little scratch during yeah. this lockout. And then dominoes fall, yada, yada, and I this happens. I am very uncomfortable with how well Chuck is summarizing he, this. Yeah, it's really good. Am I as stupid as I look? No, at the end. Thank God. At the end, you were like, I have to see that again. I have no idea what happened. But you saw it. Well, you saw the Chuck, Chuck plays it cool, man. Oh. Ooh, stupid ass Chuck. <laughs> I'm always doing dumb stuff. I'm a bad friend. I'm a bad dad. Wait, I, me? I, I didn't mean any of that. Who, me? Whoa, <laughs> no, what? Chuck's wow. actually quite brilliant. <laughs> I, I'm going to give you five, five more. I'm going to give you 15 more words to finish. 15 more words. You, you've done too well. Okay. So what happens is Ray manipulates the league. Players Association to create and end the lockout, thus giving him the glory. That was 19 words. That was incredible. It's still great. Yeah. Wow. Tried. Congratulations. Did I'm I do proud it? Of you. you did it. Did I win that food was, court? That was the best. Yes. You I'm about to render actor. a victory. Chuck is guilty of being the greatest <laughs> film summarist of our time. No one has ever summarized the film before. This usually ends up with Michael Hampton in tears. <laughs> Though, one time Gary and I did it, we saw Aquaman, and we summarized the whole thing, but it took forever. It takes a long time to summarize a movie. That was very succinct. Yeah. Uh, Wow. The movie was written by the dude who wrote uh, Moonlight. Oh, was it? I felt like it kind of showed. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, And I I thought the script was like, to me, is like, this is like, we're going to look back at this and be like, this is one of the early clunkier scripts from a master. Oh, it's cool. Yeah. Because it's pretty good, but it's, it's got like a lot of MacGuffins and it's got a lot of like mm, yeah. What's tricks. a MacGuffin? Okay, like uh, Chekhov's rifle. Chekhov's okay, got it. Chekhov's got it. Yeah, right, right, like right. it's it's a, something to, you well, see it early, it's going to drive the plot. It's Ultimately, it doesn't have to possess that much meaning. Right. Yeah. But it's going to tie everything together. Really, it felt like a commercial for a book. Yeah, it, and it ended up being that way. Right. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. So. But uh, I bet that's a pretty good book. Yeah. No, and I'm going to read it now because I do have. Referring a, to Harry Edwards' uh, uh, Fury the, of the Black Athlete, something like that? Something of, I'll Google yeah, it. It's, Google uh, it's, it. It's about the power of the Black Athlete. Yes. And, and it's like interesting that. that you confuse power and fury when it wow. comes to black people, John. Uh, I like my Denzel. <laughs> I like my angry black man. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, uh, what I, what no, I do I, like about this I movie. I could have said white power. Wow. <laughs> especially with that white haircut. Power of the black athlete. Hey. Um, yeah, I think what's great about the movie specifically, looking at it from like a society perspective. Mm-hmm. Is revolt that, of the black athlete. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I said right. fury. Because I'm not racist, right? But no, <laughs> never, never. You aren't. So I think there's a there's a lot to be said, and there's stuff that I will talk about uh, in our show when it comes to agency and the ability for players to be able to control themselves and their image. It mostly right. extends down into the collegiate amateur ranks. Sure, but um, yeah, this movie 
opened my eyes a lot to the structure that exists to keep the power out of the players. Yeah. The game within hands. the game. And there's the game a, behind the game. Wait. A game on top of oh, the game. There on top of the game. So they yes. built a game Shut on top of skills. Jesus <laughs> H. Christ. They built a game on top of the game in order to use and keep the labor um, out of power. And that's basically what the movie is about. You have to do the prayer now because you... Yes, I'm sorry. Um, Whenever re- slavery was re- mentioned around Bill Duke's character, he would make anyone who mentioned slavery say, I, I love God and all his black people. I love the yeah. Lord. I, I love, love the yeah. Lord and all his black people. Yeah. yeah. Which was a great gimmick. And I do use the metaphor a lot. Yeah. Especially with the with NCAA ball. But yeah, yeah sure. it's um, because it's, uh, it is real. specifically <laughs> yeah. slave labor. Yeah. They work for free. The colleges pay no well, money for the They put a roof over their head. Get out of here, right? And then for other people, uh, yeah, too. Right. <laughs> Early 1600s. Yeah. Yeah, so, Your Honor. Yeah. <laughs> Objection. He's going too deep. So I think we got a good movie here. I liked it a lot. I, I too, liked it. Yeah, I thought it was really. I mean, so Soderbergh's gotten to this place where he's. I like this more than Unsane. Yes, by the way, where he's yeah. pumping out these iPhone movies and he's very businesslike about it. But I think it's okay. Mm-hmm. I think it's fine. Yeah. Uh, let's. We'll do something. Uh, we have a segment, Chuck, that we'll go ahead and bring you into. Mm-hmm. It's our hero, Yairo, <laughs> hero of the picture. The best thing about the movie. What did you enjoy the most? It can be anything. It can be an actor. It can be a scene. It can be whatever you want. Just it was. Your hero. It was. Um, it was the 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 character, uh, the wise basketball coach character, Spence, as played by Bill Duke. Spence yeah. Lee from Predator. Right. He's awesome. Directed Sister Act two. Yeah. And it was King the... of Cinema. Directed Deep Cover, starring Jeff Goldblum. Wow. And Larry Fishburne. One of the Deep... great movies. With one of the great uh, tracks ever, which was uh, it was Dr. Dre and Snoop Hell and yeah. Deep Cover. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, oh. Yeah. Oof. One eight seven on a motherfucking cop. That's, That's right. A Shit. track banger. So. Yes. Deep cover. Deep cover. Bobby! Bobby! You guys know I what I'm talking to, about, but it's a great I scene. Have I have to go back to um, the part of the movie where, where Spence explains to Ray about the game above the game. Because it, it was eye-opening to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah Chuck started it. He started I, doing a little like a, like a church, like, amen. Mm. No, you heard me tell. I was like, ha, oh. Yeah. Like, it was just like an enlightening laugh. Like, oh, oh yeah, he's right. He did, he did, he did one of these. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. in my head, there, there's always been a struggle as somebody who's followed the NBA between labor and management. Yeah. And there is about a 50-50 split between the two. But as far as I'm concerned, uh, it is an unfair split in revenue. Sure. Because they are the action. And if we can make a world uh, where the action uh, is in the power of the labor, the action being the money, then a lot more things would be going well in this Slow down, Chuck. Let's build some walls first. Hey. (laughs) Let's uh, make sure no fetuses are ever aboarded. And maybe we'll work on that whole fairness in labor thing. Just call me Eugene V. Double Dribble. (laughs) Debsel Dribble? (laughs) (laughs) Sean, your favorite. You're the Um, hero. You're Jairo. I I had a few favorites, Uh but most favorite. Sean keeps breaking the rules, man. Most favorite. I'll just say most favorite. Okay. Um, The way the camera moved. I love the way the camera moved. Yeah. So what um, do you guys think? Was that I just handheld? I hated that. Okay. Well, yeah, really? I, yeah. I, I had a feeling that it could go both it, ways. It annoyed me sometimes. It felt, it, it just felt like uh, it was voyeuristic. It oh, felt yeah. like, you I think know, that was on purpose, though. Right. It yeah. felt like like uh, pen cameras. Like you were you were mm-hmm. flying the wall, literally. Yeah. 
I think a lot of that has to do with so it was just an iPhone with a lens, mm-hmm. and I do think the lens is a widescreen lens. It kind of fisheyed a lot. It right. does fisheye a lot, which yeah. could be a little dis- disorienting. And I don't know if I wanted that. I didn't always. I'll say I didn't always love the cinematography, mm-hmm. but I just love the camera movement most. Sure, of, like those c- kind of big moves, the way they followed people. Right. These big shots of, pans up. Let me yeah. tell you something about Sean Parrott. Sean Parrott's a cinematic glory boy. I get it. Whoa. Okay. I just want to be sure made comfortable when I'm watching a movie, sure. and this was kind of jarring because it so didn't So do you feel... hate Spike Lee? No, I love Spike really? Lee. Really? Because he makes you so uncomfortable. He does. Purposefully. But, but it's it's with movement. This <clears throat> yeah. made me uncomfortable with stillness. Okay. Oh, interesting. Okay. I had another favorite part. Uh-oh. The girl from Atlanta showed her underwear. Yes. She showed her, what's that part, the split? It's the uh, the Tank? thigh gap. The thigh gap. That was yeah. a thing for they a while, did a, right? They did a this cool scene, and she was in the sundress, and you can just see with the lighting, the yeah. thigh gap. It was beautiful. Caravaggio-esque. Oh, Caravaggio. I love that. Are we allowed to talk about that? Yeah, we're talking about Renaissance painters. What? Oh, I, I meant so. the thigh gap. Uh, oh. <laughs> I don't know. Are we allowed to talk about a beautiful woman? Oh, Sazie Beats? Is that her name? Yes. It's an amazing name. She's yeah. such... It sounds like Is a... Is that a real name? It sounds like a rap... I'm Googling again. Sazie Beats by Dre. Producer or something. Yeah, she probably produces. Zazie on the beat. That is rip, her real name. She's German-born American actor. She's great on Atlanta. She yeah. is great on Atlanta. She was in Deadpool. Whatever. That's fine. I yeah. think she was. She's good in this. Uh, I'm sorry to bother you. I think mm. all of the acting. No, she wasn't. I don't think she that's, wasn't. Uh, that's the other hot, oh. hot new it actress. Okay. Um, um, I can't remember her, her name. name. She's in uh, Tessa Thor. Thompson. Tessa Thompson. Right. She always she rules. Tessa too. Thompson always seems. I think angry I at like me. Zazie Beetz more. Than, <laughs> yes. More than uh, Tessa Thompson. Tessa Thompson at always seems furious. I yeah. don't. I mean, I guess she plays a lot of angry characters, but like Valkyrie. even even when she's in like a commercial or something, I'm like, why are you so mad? She scared you in Annihilation. She seems so docile. Yeah, I guess you're right. She's kind of sweet. She's got range. She do got range. You're right. So Chuck took my euro, which is always going to be Bill Duke. So I'm going to pivot. <laughs> okay. I'm going to throw it down to uh, Muad'Dib himself, Paul Atreides. Ooh. My guy, Kyle McLaughlin. Kyle Mack. Ooh. Blowing snot rockets in the oh, sauna. Wow. He ate Disgusting. that scenery up. He yeah, was just going in in a sauna. Usually Kyle McLaughlin is not utilized well, I don't think. Yeah. Because he is bad at acting. No. <laughs> You're insane. In this, it was perfect because he plays a a union leader, or no, a non-union leader. Right. He's the owner's guy. Yes. Right. Who is bad at acting mm-hmm. and is giving up the goose in, in his every interaction. Right. Yeah. So I thought it was perfect casting, perfect utilization. So I guess in a way, mm-hmm. I'm saying good on you, Soderbergh, because this was a well-cast movie. Uh, the yes. cast, they had the, the the black kid from Stranger Things. He's great. Yeah. Um, um, the guy from American Vandal 2. American Vandal 2. He was very good. Eric. He plays Scott? the f- the first round pick. Yeah. He's awesome. He's really good. Um. So yeah, there's just a lot of great, oh, Kima. Uh, yes. From the wire, I don't know her real name. You, that's Sean, your thing. Sonia Son. Sonia Son. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was it was cast incredibly well yeah. and well acted. Everybody yeah. just crushed it. Yeah, it, it kicked ass. It was like a very efficiently made assembly line movie, and I think Steven Soderbergh mm. is the only guy who can do this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's why I mean I enjoyed his TV show, The Nick, which is where this guy the lead comes from, mm-hmm. Andre something or other. I can't remember. Yeah, he's in Moonlight. <laughs> he's pretty fantastic in Moonlight too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, uh, it's cool to see uh, Soderbergh Moonlight connection continue. Yes, uh, I I just think it's cool. Like un- we saw Insane, you haven't seen Insane. No, it's fine. Yeah, you don't want to yeah, see it. It's fine. Cool. You know, no interest. But it's just Thanks, like guys. You're it's just so cool. <laughs> I don't want to see it. To see <laughs> yeah. someone like so, you just see so much 
shit that's churned out that it seems like it's churned out. Yeah. But like that movie doesn't feel like it's churned out. And like, it was right. churned out. Yeah, and it certainly was churned out. Yeah. 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 yeah it's yeah. a Netflix movie. <laughs> yeah. 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 But if they were all made with that level of craftsmanship, it's like how Roger Corman movies used to be like really awesome filmmakers. Yeah. And now they're it's just not really awesome filmmakers. Right. No. <clears throat> so if you I think if you see that level of craftsmanship even if something's made on a budget yeah. and made quickly, it can be really good. Yeah. Uh, this brings us to the inverse. Uh-oh. Oh. The low main, low man of the totem pole. I'm on it. I'm Chuck. on it. Oh, you're on it. Okay, we're going to start it. with Sean. Okay. Um, Hit me hard. Sometimes, not always, but sometimes the iPhone sucks. Mm-hmm. Sometimes right. it just looks dumb. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah. I mean, it's weird. I think a lot of so it Sean's is... Sean's favorite was the camera. Yeah. His least favorite was the camera. No, my, I like my favorite is the duality of Sean, everyone. The movement of the camera is my favorite. Right. I think sometimes it's like, especially in the meeting with Zachary Quinto, yeah, um, Who was you can't great. really also see good. them. Yeah, right. It's, there's like some some of that shit where you just can't see them, <clears throat> where it just doesn't work. And I guess a lot of the really well lit stuff looks great, Perfect. right? Um, I think some of the shit where it's just like lower light or the lighting is weird just doesn't look right. as good. Yeah, which sure. and, and honestly doesn't take me out of it too much. Mm-hmm. But sometimes uh, it's like, and eh. to put on my you know, analysis had here. Um, Zachary Quinto (laughs) represents the darkness of the manipulative agent in the world Mm. with the corner office backlighting him. Chiaroscuro. Bringing this darkness to the character. I understand Soderbergh's choice there. Wow. You think I could do this? I probably could do this. Doing a much better job than I do. Yeah. Oh man, he's, he's you know what the worst you part? Know, you, you know, you always say you can't shit a shitter. Well, yeah. right now Chuck is shitting a shitter. Yeah. <laughs> do you? You um, just got fired, John. Yeah. <laughs> Chuck and I are doing. Do this you know what the worst together. part of the movie is? That's what we're at. That actual part. We're Here on. it is. <laughs> There's no basketball. You didn't watch it. There's no uh, basketball yeah. being played. There's two shots. I have a theory shots. on this. Those guys couldn't play. One guy. <laughs> yeah. One guy went like try to do around the world and he missed eight of the five shots. Yeah. It was the opposite of the Bob Cousy performance in Blue Chips. <laughs> right. Where it's like, damn, that dude never missed a single shot. And you find out, yeah, Bob Cousy just didn't he just miss. Doesn't miss. It seemed unrealistic, but we had to keep it. And Andre was just like, he made one. He made his first shot and it was yeah. like swish, and then just. And I mean, this motherfucker is like three feet away from the basket. Yeah. He's just clanging. Them. And and there's even a point where Bill Duke like can't look at it anymore. Right. I'm, I'm like I almost had to cut that. Scene. Right. <laughs> yeah, it was a single shot. And it was kind of interesting. But, yeah, it was cool. But yeah. you know, Soderbergh's cranking this out. He wasn't going to redo it. No. He was he was he was Jonathan two takes breaks on this. Let's do bad one boy. more. Let's do one more. One more. <laughs> if you make half, it's fun. Uh, my least favorite thing, uh, and this is kind of. Uh, Pandemic in films, yeah. I can't hear anything. Sound, yeah, I was thinking sound. I, I had such a hard time hearing lots of, and and I understand they're trying to make you listen harder, but damn it, I'm listening yeah. really hard, and I still had trouble. It was not, it was not totally like are Christopher you, Nolan level. Yeah, but I, but I had a hard time. Sometimes. Are you guys anti subtitle? Yes, usually I am. Yeah. I, I for a movie like that, five minutes in, I would have threw it on just so I, I can know. I can connect you're and make a, sure yeah. I'm not. You're a fucking child. I know. <laughs> well, look. Uh, wow. If, no. if, if, here's the thing. If I would have had those subtitles on, I would not have been able to give you that summary, though. So Chuck and I... Because I had to think about the whole thing, what's happening. Yeah. If I'm in the subtitles, I'm just watching the yeah. dialogue. Chuck and I are the same age, but Chuck was in prison for 10 years. I mean, married <laughs> for 10 years. And he also was in the, in the military. Yeah. So Chuck is spiritually 
a millennial and does oh. all the millennial things. Right. Oh. So yeah, he will throw a, on the subtitles. Do, do millennials and he, and, do and Chuck can Chuck can watch a movie and read Twitter and read the subtitles and masturbate all at the same time. Wow. Mm-hmm. And usually I don't have to leave the coffee shop. I have to wow. I have to put my elbows on my <laughs> knees, leave forward <laughs> and like it fully ingest a movie. Yeah. So I'm jealous of I him. Think the problem, and it comes out in angry outbursts like that. The problem <clears throat> with and I don't always mind it in the Christopher Nolan movies because the things they say are mostly useless in yeah, Christopher Nolan. But these movies. were this was good. This was very snappy, important shit to hear. Every single word mattered. Yeah, yes. it led it's like to really the next Patty Chayefsky. Yeah, David Mamet stuff. Snappy, yeah, yeah. snappy, snappy. Sometimes it was a little too much, honestly. Yeah, yeah. that opening scene. But that's okay. Yeah, he's gonna be so good. I can tell. Yeah, this it, writer's gonna be so good. It's yeah. better to be a little bit too smart than to be yeah. so fucking dumb. Like right. just so much shit that's so fucking like, dumb. Like it was a little too neat. It all got tied together a little too neatly yeah. for me, but still so good. Yeah. I'm t- definitely nitpicking there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I but, think uh, overall the the movie experience. I didn't like the way it dropped off the cliff at the end there, where the, like the the end of the movie is here. Sure. Uh, you know, meeting with this civil rights activist. Ray, the main character, meeting with a civil rights af- activist after effectively defeating Zachary Quinto yeah. and taking his job, yeah. he meets with him, and Quite now literally. this mm, is yeah. this is the uh, you know culmination is like okay, it, but it now really what? It out what, for you. Yeah. what is yeah. what what is the plan? How are we going to uh, have the rise and empower black yeah. athletes? Which I guess it's interesting. It's good for us almost, to discuss. It almost seems like he's not going to help. Like it almost seems like right. his game is. He doesn't care. Right. He was just trying to move up. Right. Because he was broke. He walked everywhere. He had no money in his in his pocket. And he's yeah. like, well, how am I going to fix this? Oh, yeah. I know. Let's move some pawn pieces around so that mm-hmm. the, the it, game comes back. Yeah. It was like Kurt Flood meets Yojimbo. Oh. Yeah. It was a very cool movie. Um, <laughs> you ever That's seen cool. Fresh? Yeah. It's Hell like yeah. Fresh, but with uh, basketball sure. instead of yeah. heroin dealers. Right, yeah. And I think Fresh was a, another Yojimbo. Like, that, that man, yeah. man with no name, Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, yeah. these are mm-hmm. all, uh, I guess just Fistful of Dollars, actually. Yeah. Yeah. These are all retellings of this old samurai flick called mm-hmm. Yojimbo, yeah. where he, a guy plays all the sides against each other and gets what he wants. Right. Yeah. And right. it's really cool, and uh, everyone tries to do it, but it's really hard to pull off. I think this movie it's pulled really it off. Really hard to pull off. A lot of it on the strength of the lead who kicked ass. He yeah. murdered it. <clears throat> yeah. Murdered it. You're he, sitting in my chair is... Yeah, awesome. I, I mean, I look forward to uh, this guy never getting all the roles that they're going to give to Denzel Washington's kid for, <laughs> for, no, for no reason. Because no, no, this oh. guy was so Denzel yeah. for me. I mean, I was, yeah. I was like, I was like, okay, yeah, I've got my new guy. There's, <laughs> I've got my new guy. There was that scene with Eric and Ray out in front where Eric fires Ray. Yes, and Ray's just like, I know what's going to happen, and there's a strength in it because yeah, you don't know yeah. at the time that he knows how all the chips are going to fall. Yeah. and he goes, all right, man, see you later, yeah. bye. And there was a strength to it that it was. Just yeah, bad I could almost feel and hear. Okay, all right, focus up. All right, you and me. All right, okay. I could feel Denzel in there. I was ready for it. Um, I forgot what our other segments are. Sean, um, if you we do to. trailers, but we don't have any trailers. We have no trailers. We have. Uh, f- are there any movies you're looking forward to watching? <laughs> I don't watch movies. No, this is, yeah, that's, yeah, no. I know. Yeah. I know. No. I, I I don't have. Uh, allow Chuck and I to uh, steal a segment here. Okay, mm-hmm. go ahead. So uh, we're going to have our International Stackhouse of Pancakes Award. Okay. Um, because we had three actual NBA players oh, in this film. Three did. nominees. Uh, <clears throat> we had Reggie Jackson. Yeah. Inexplicably appearing alongside Carl Anthony Towns, uh, potentially a future MVP, and Donovan Mitchell, potentially. Uh, These are both all-stars. Reggie Jackson, uh, with, he was a guy with weird, like it looked like two he had Afro, Afro picks. picks. He had yeah. two yeah. Afro picks. Double Afro picks in his hair. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. So I feel like great. we can give him an International Stackhouse of Pancakes Award. Do you know who I hated most out of the three of them was Cat. Oh, Cat was a total like he, he, he was he was Cat. Yeah, he reminded me. Tell us, say what you said during the. Uh, what did I say? You said you said no wonder Jimmy Butler slept with his girlfriend. <laughs> He just seems like a nerd. He was spewing. He was in a movie being directed by Steven Soderbergh, talking about player mm-hmm. power, and he sounded like he was spitting off, you know, uh, sayings that he would give yeah, in platitudes, platitudes yeah. mm-hmm. in an interview that uh, before he got drafted. Reggie Jackson was real. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell like was Hurdy, portraying. Hurdy yeah, was portraying a character, but he did it with a plum. Right, and then Cat was like. Half ass. That's funny because International Stackhouse of Pancakes is yeah. given to the player with the worst box score each night oh. on our podcast Fast Break Breakfast. And I was ready uh. to give it to Reggie Jackson, who has won this award many times oh, on his own. really bad. <laughs> but I think Chuck is right, and we have to give it to Carl Anthony Towns because well, that was soft. He, just, he was a volume shooter. He just seemed like he was trying – yeah, he was chucking yeah. shots trying yeah. to sound like he was important, and none mm-hmm. of it mattered. Yeah. The actual real truth came from Jackson and, and Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. It felt like they were telling us actually how they felt. Chuck, yeah. that brings us to our Maalox Presents plug at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Chuck, do you have anything to plug at all? Uh, no. Uh, How well, about Fast Break Breakfast? Listen, our, I mean, our I, other I podcast. Uh, <laughs> listen to Fast Break Breakfast. Yeah. Uh, go, go find us on the internet, fastbreakbreakfast.com. <laughs> find us on Twitter at fastbreakbreak. Um, yeah, and shout out to all the people that are going to listen to this on our Slack chat who help... Uh, us yeah, shout feel out like that we're not doing Patreon. this or nothing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thank <laughs> you so much. So all those all those hundred hundred and ten guys and who, stick around and listen to Food Court, y'all. Yeah. Oh yeah, you should listen to Food Court. By the way, you're listening to Food Court right now. We are strangely on Apple Podcasts. You're probably listening to it. Five stars or GTFO. We cannot handle we'll swat anything that shit like the Kimbe. Stars. And leave a very nice detailed yeah. review Thank about you. how great Chuck was. We do ask. <laughs> we do ask that you mention dick veins in every review. It's so important. It's the thickness, <laughs> dick veins. What's happening? The and the pumping, the pumping oh, action. What? I thought dick veins was an actor. No, no. Oh, that's Vin Rames. Vin Rames? I, I, I wasn't going to do this, but... Yes? Before the show ends, can we talk about how much Glenn Fleshler looks like Chuck with no beard? Oh, yes. No. I, I get why you never shave now. Yes. So Glenn Fleshler... Who's in who everything. Was, who's in everything. He was uh, in True Detective Season 1 as Make the... Make flowers on me. Yeah. As the he's, main... What was he? The the, the Yellow King? Something yes, like that. Something. Uh, yeah. I'm him and he is me. And I never knew until today. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> Do not shave, I'll Chuck. never shave. I look exactly like him. It's gross. <laughs> in Season 3 of Billions, he shaved his beard. And I was just like, I can't watch it showing you. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's uh, I think that's about all we got. I think we nailed it. Trump, all right. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Cool, man. I'm really glad I helped. Food court is adjourned. Bone appetit. Bone appetit. Bone apple teeth. Yeah, bone or something, huh?